0: Miguel Matos Gonzalez coming to you on Firme podcast Latinx Cuentos y Arte and everything in between <laughs> yeah um, today I'm going to talk with you a little bit about the brown culture that is in, in the Spokane area in the eastern Washington in the East y. yeah there's there certainly is a culture here Albeit it's a smaller Trump loving, you know, flag carrying on the back of their car, truck, whatever. And they're or they're into the extreme polar end where they do not care for him and they do not support his decisions and it's you know it's a very very I guess you could say partisan way of thinking. with or 100% begins and that conversation came up when I first arrived I started a new job here and the person that was also starting a new job, very, very Trump-supporting, to escape the, the pain and the suffrage. They are willing to leave their homeland to go and be immersed in a strange country where the majority of services that They appeared that way, but they didn't. They adapted and they overcome and they created almost like a shell out around their Latinidad. So when they were not in their space, their home, Says something like, "Well, they need to build that wall," and you're like, "No, they don't." Oh my gosh! Yeah, let's get flipped. Oh well, if you don't agree, that you're complicit, you're just as bad as a immigrant, and you need to leave my country. And I was like, "What do you mean? It's just a say he should build a wall i say no he shouldn't because it's not really gonna help anything and you you don't have to agree with me but you can at least respect my opinion yeah and they they wouldn't so what i see hinted doing here is they're adapting It's like they're moving between two spaces. They're not moving into that white space and agreeing to be white and agreeing with whatever their topics and concerns are. They're just accepting some of their social norms in order to be socially accepted. But The moment they move out of that white space and back into their brown space, boom, the language can come out now mask that you've had to wear comes off, you are who you are, and it's a great thing, it is an amazing thing, and when it comes to, as I've mentioned before, the concept of culture, the traditions and the heritage that I have as a Mexican, for example, in Dia de los Muertos, if, if they're not a part of that culture and they're very in their centered in their white space oh my gosh all of a sudden we're devil worshipers all of a sudden we're trying to raise the dead and all of a sudden we're sitting because we're not respecting the dead and, and yeah all of a sudden we're we're the devil <laughs> all right Bobby Boucher is the devil yeah. that's that's what happens at our last Dia de los Muertos event that we had, our 5th annual 5th annual at him. I'm like, how's it going, man? How are you doing? What's going on here? And I pointed you know, at the crowd. I said, what's going on here? And they're like, they are disrespecting the dead, and they're worshipping the devil, and they're making an attempt to bring people back to life, and it's a sin, and it's wrong, and they don't deserve to be here, and that's the problem with people coming into our country and they're just going on and on and on rattling right and I'm like wow I said so they're actually trying to raise the dead I mean you see them like with a dead body and they're trying to pick it up they're trying to raise it and elevate it I said they're really trying to bring a dead person back to life and they're like well you know look at them I don't understand what they're saying look what they're doing like, well, to me, it looks like they're waiting in line at a taco truck, (laughs) which there was two taco trucks and people were waiting in this infinite line. And then there was another truck off to the side that was doing health and wellness checks. (laughs) So I was like, well, okay. I said, well, to me, that looks like a taco truck. And it really does smell really good like a taco truck. Unless they're taking dead bodies and cooking them and making tacos out of them. I, I mean, if, if it waddles and it quacks, I think it kind of has a duck. <laughs> and they're like, well, you just don't understand. You don't know. And I'm like, oh, I don't understand. What do I not understand? And they're like, well, you don't understand what it's like when someone comes into your country, and they try to take over, and they try to to change everything, and they take away your jobs, they take away your lives, and you become a prisoner to all the things that are changing, and again, and yeah, this woman just goes on and on and on, and I'm like, oh, wow, so you're saying, I don't know what it's like to be colonized, because yeah, the Spanish did that to my indigenous roots. I am indigenous and they're like, Oh, I didn't know. Oh and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm an indigenous person and they did that to my heritage, to my ancestors from Spain. And that's where my name and part of my language comes into place and any resemblance of my, my actual heritage, it's gone. It's been wiped out of who I am now. You know, I don't speak my native indigenous language. I don't really know those cultures or those social structures. I don't, I don't understand any of it because it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, that was done hundreds of years ago. And then people expanded westward and they took over more land to have the United States of America And when they did that, they colonized my people again. So what Spanish we did have was further taken away. So we've been colonized a second time. And then we were told that we could only speak English. We were told that we couldn't speak Spanish at school. And for children that were still doing that at school, they were beaten. And I don't mean like, you know, with a little paddle on the butt. No. They were beaten, yeah, like with a stick. <laughs> you know, they were they were they were beaten. That's child abuse. But it was okay because they need to beat the culture out of them. They need to beat that Spanish out of them, make them American. That's how you make an America. Yeah. And I explained it I, to them. I explained to them colonization. I explained to them in more detail because they just kind of stood there. And I said yeah I said these people I said these are my people All of these people that you see that are brown All of them More than likely You know they're not Mexican But they're of a Latin American country That was colonized by Spain That were now here In the Pacific Northwest By land that was colonized by white people White people Came in and took over And you know, Of course, we can't change that history. We'll never be able to go back in time and decolonize our worlds. We'll never be able to do that. But moving forward, there have been two kinds of white people. The kind that can understand and see the pain that we endured, and then they respect you as a person. They see your color. They acknowledge it, and they accept it. And then you have the other type of white person that either they don't see the color or they don't want to see the color at all. They don't want it there. Yeah, it doesn't register to them. So they're oblivious to racism, they're oblivious to colonization, they're oblivious to loss of culture. Or they just, you know, they just don't want to see it. <laughs> they're aggressive in the sense they just don't want people of color to be there and we talked about that for a few minutes and as we talked, you know they didn't chant anymore, they didn't have their signs up anymore and it was only about I don't know, about 4 or 5 of them yeah, but we had to talk and after that, you know I said, well, you know, why don't you um, come in and join me because what we're doing here is we're celebrating the lives and the impact that our ancestors had on us. We are celebrating the fact that they navigated through their challenges to give us what we have, and we're honoring them, we're thanking them, we're praising them. We're sharing photos and stories of them with our younger generation so they can remember Where they come from, they can remember their heritage. The dance that you saw at the beginning, that was a blessing. That comes all the way back from our indigenous roots. That's blessing the space, blessing these people, and honoring the ancestors that came before them, and bringing those that energy of unity and acceptance amongst our community here and you are welcome to join us because we well, like I said we can't undo what's been done all that we can do is foster what what community we can today for a better tomorrow you know it's not something we can fix right now of course but do the best we can to set up our, our children for success, and you know they really didn't say anything, and um, they just started walking away. And I was like, "Well, where are you going?" I said, "Aren't you going to finish your th- whatever you're doing here on the sidewalk? Aren't you going to finish this?" I mean, it seems like you guys were going to be here all night. You want to come in with us? I mean, you can. There's, we have food, we have drinks, we've got you know stories we're going to share music, <laughs> come on, come on, celebrate with us, and one, you know, this, this guy, he turned around and he says, you know, he says, I don't know if I speak for everybody, but, I mean, we just didn't know, and I said, that's okay, but before you make accusations, before you start to just, just make up what you want it to be. I want to listen for a minute They I just made this face like mm? And he was like He nodded And I said well You're welcome to join us Next year when we do this again And he just nodded And he walked off They, they walked across the street to their cars Parked a little gas station or something And uh, yeah it was, it was something else it's just—it's a matter of talking with people and it's a matter of explaining to them why we are who we are but you know it's, it's more than just that it's more than just having those conversations we have to live this message we have to support this message and whenever there's other community of color and they're faced with a challenge we have to support them Regardless of what their heritage is. And that, I feel that is the is a very strong way to create that community that we want. Yeah, you look at these sci-fi <laughs> movies, the Star Trek, the Star Wars, you see all this stuff, and you, you know, in Star Trek, it's it's pictured in the future. And one thing I noticed is that you really don't see discrimination you really don't see this connection to a monetary concept yeah you don't really see that and and it's like we're, we can get there we can live like that We do, we don't have to have this monetary drive. We don't need to have this cultural separation. But but we do right now. Yeah, we still do. We will for some time. But that's where I'm saying we've got to support one and another. Regardless if it's if it's women white, brown or black support them and their mission and what they, they they deserve if it's you know brown and black people even if it's white people yeah regardless support them because when you show them that that strength and that support and you lock arms with them and you stand at their side you're empowering them and you're giving them confidence and you're teaching them and, and sharing with them that experience. And that is a powerful lesson to learn. So, yeah, that's one of the things that I experienced coming up here in the Pacific Northwest that was so different is that there's a great, great division here. And it's not just the street. <laughs> For those of you that know Spokane You'll get that one But Since you're probably not You won't And that's okay Because I'm going to share it with you (laughs) Division is a street that Goes north south And it's quite literally the dividing line Between east and west Spokane Yeah So Division is not just a street In Spokane like denial's not just a river <laughs> you know. yeah that's the same thing it's lame I know I know but you know what I gotta throw them out I gotta throw them out but yeah coming up here I saw there was this great this great cultural divide and with the the friends I've made the gente that I've come to know that divide is disappearing it's still there no doubt. Heck, I go to a store. I don't even have to speak Spanish, and people look at me, and they give me this uncomfortable stare, like, "Oh my God, what, what's going on? What's going on?" And that was before the whole COVID thing and walking around with or without a mask. No, it was the whole, before all that. And you know, some of the white friends that I've had up here, they didn't understand that. They're like, so what if somebody looks at you? People look at everybody every day. I'm like, yeah, but there's a difference to look at you like this. And I made a face of just glancing at you. Versus looking at you like this. And I made that face that people make. And they're like, people don't look at you like that. You're over-exaggerating. I'm like, yeah, they do. Believe me. I, I can feel it. I can see it. I experience it at the grocery store. Taking my son to the mall getting gas in the car yeah that's that's real and I experience that here quite a lot oh yeah for sure so it's a matter of trying to educate people and talk with people sometimes yeah you gotta shout sometimes you gotta hold up that sign sometimes you gotta pump that fist and sometimes you just need to talk with them they don't have to speak you just need to convey that message and the more they hear that message well hopefully that that message will sink in the more they hear it so yeah there is a cultural divide in Spokane it's there what are we going to do about it try and make some change try and make some change for the best but until then we're going to keep on I'm not going to say a fight but we're going to keep on the good education yeah, we're going to keep on the good message and we're going to try to represent ourselves as respectful people that are entitled to that respect because Just like my dad's told me A long time ago You get what you give In life Yeah You get what you give You give lies You're going to get that back If you give a hard time Chances are you're going to get that back But if you give peace If you give goodwill get that back, so you get what you give, basically his way of saying karma, yep, so that is what I have today, and tomorrow is another day, and another cuento, so I will see you again soon, my gente bonita, bueno.